Hi, this is Mary Jo Ryder. Hey, Mike here. Welcome to A Moment with M&MJ. Hey, everybody. Hi, it's kind of fun to see you like this. It's kind of fun to be looking at you. Yeah, so we can kind of look at the camera (laughs) and look at each other as we're talking. Yeah. I kind of like it. We're going to try something a little different with this because then we can, it's more like we're having a conversation. Right. Because you don't really, you know, sit side by side with somebody and look out there and and have a conversation. So, and that was kind of the gist of the whole idea behind the podcast anyway, is just, you know, having a conversation. I like it. So, yeah. Or let's try it and then see what it's like in the future. So. Sure. Let us know what you think. All right. Well, we are on a subject today that's kind of been on our heart really for months. Mm -hmm. We had our first interaction maybe with it like a year and a half ago, you think? Yeah, thereabouts probably. You know, and Mm -hmm. do you want to introduce the subject? Well, it's it's a hot, it's a really, it's a kind of a hot button issue, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and we were talking back then about it I think it bears going over because of the times that we're living in right you know and it's talking about progressive Christianity Mm -hmm. and is it really Christianity and what does progressive Christianity look like yeah is it just a way for people to appease themselves to make them think that they're being Christian and getting their get out of hell free card or are they blaspheming the word of God? Right. You know? And yeah, it's, that's, that's it's a big strong. I mean, that's a pretty strong statement. But if you look at some of the tenets of progressive Christianity, they change the meaning of scripture. To okay. kind of suit their idea of what the Bible is saying. Well, like an opinion, right? Yes. But it's kind of like this. It's kind of like shaping the Bible to match society. Instead of letting the Bible shape you and Uh, you line your words up with the Bible. Right. And believe what the Bible says. And have society be influenced by the Bible. They're having the Bible be influenced by society. Got it. Okay. And nowhere, that's that's 100% backwards because nowhere, nowhere in scripture are we commanded to conform ourselves to society. I mean, it's exactly the opposite. It's like you and I have been talking about this for a long time about... Uh, Romans chapter 12, verse two, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you renew your mind? You get this book in you. Right. Right. Yeah. You take in the works. If you don't, you conform and you don't transform, which we've shared before. Yeah. Because you always, people always take the path of least resistance. Right. They don't want people just as a general rule. I'm guilty of that. Sometimes I don't want to do things that are hard. Really? You know what I mean? (laughs) Really? (laughs) But transformation is hard. it can be. Well, it can be it, to your flesh. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you have to strip off that junk. Yeah. You have you know, to let to the word of God renew you. Right. And change, right. basically change who you are. Yeah. And conform you into the image of Christ. Yeah. So um, I just, I got on a website. I did a quick Google search and just looked at some of the things that different websites are saying about progressive Christianity. And just in a nutshell, the movement seeks to reinterpret the Bible, reassess historic doctrines. One of them is the resurrection. I've not heard, you know, people that I've listened to, like, say, the friends and stuff that we were talking about just a little bit ago. You know, I don't think they mentioned that. Mm -hmm. But they mentioned more like just a different Jesus than the Jesus that's in Scripture that I read. Well, and Scripture 
just as itself, mm-hmm. is subject to change and debate. According to progressive Christianity. Right. Yeah. Right. Is that something that the word says? It's not what my Bible it's says. It's not what my Bible says. What is, well, is it Second Timothy, Timothy? Yeah, Second Timothy 3.16. I'll just flip over there real quick. Mm-hmm. Talking about the infallibility of Scripture and how it is all good and useful for doctrine and reproof. I'll get there here just quick a second, and then I'll uh, just read it out of the Amplified Bible. Second uh, Timothy 3, verse 16. Every Scripture. Does that leave any out? No, it doesn't. The King James says all scripture. Right. And we've heard people talk about this. We've, you know, in, in a joking manner, but in mm-hmm. a serious manner. Mm-hmm. What's the Greek translation for the word all? all. <laughs> it's all. all. <laughs> it's lacking <laughs> nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It, it's funny. But every scripture is God breathed. Okay, so all scripture from Genesis to maps is God breathed mm-hmm. and given by his inspiration is what the Amplified says, and profitable for instruction, for reproof, for conviction of sin. Right. Okay, so there, those are three huge ones right there because part of the progressive mantra is reinterpreting sin. Is there really even such a thing as sin? Right. Okay, and how do we know what sin is by the Bible? Right. By okay. the law. Right. Mm-hmm. Through the law, mm-hmm. God defines sin. And even in Romans chapters 1 and 2, I mean, he's talking about... We just read Romans chapter 1 and 2 just recently. Boy, and it's a, a pretty punch strong, in the face. It's a pretty strong word. Sometimes it, it would be interesting just to read Very Romans strong 1 and 2. word. But it's profitable, profitable for instruction, okay, for teaching, for reproof, for correction, all right, conviction of sin, for correction of error... All right, error in doctrine, mm-hmm. okay, and discipline in obedience, and for training in righteousness, in holy living, in conformity to God's will and thought, purpose, and action. Okay, right. so if we want to live a holy life, which in Hebrews chapter 10, no, I'm sorry, it's Hebrews chapter 12, we are commanded to pursue holiness without which no man will see the Lord. That's right. pretty strong. Right. Yeah, right? and we were just reading too about, or listening, I think, because... We're both, we're at little different sections of where we're at with mm-hmm. our Bible time, but the Bible time has been going really oh, good. And Guys, get on board. It's been get exciting it's awesome. to oh. just go through the Bible like I think, well, today's the 31st, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last so today's, day of January. Yeah. The 31st of January. And so I'm already, I'm already starting my third trip through the first test or the, um, the, New, the Testament. New Testament, yeah. New Covenant. So, mm-hmm. right. That's, that's so awesome. It's kind of fun. So in verse 17, you know, going past what it says in verse 16, so that the man of God may be complete mm-hmm. and proficient. So every scripture from Genesis to maps has instruction to help us to be complete and, let's see, proficient, okay, mm-hmm. able to do mm-hmm. this thing called Christian life, all right, well-fitted and thoroughly equipped for every good work. Right. Right. So I was just going to say, about a year ago, uh-huh. we went back and we looked at our documents for the ministry, right? Yeah. And we made sure that our statement of what we believed stated that we believe the whole word of God is the word of God. The entirety and of it. The yeah. entirety of it. And we made sure that we had a strong statement of faith mm-hmm. on our, what's that called anyway? Oh, it's on our bylaws. 
bylaws okay. on the uh, ministry bylaws yeah it's a so that statement of faith if anybody is looking you know to know what you stand for it's one of the areas that they can go and look at is your statement of faith or your is that what it's called when so you, yeah you know what it's it's awesome that you should mention that because you know I'm doing the the bible training and ministry tra- training deal through um through SMTI. church uh, supernatural ministries training institute Dr. Mark Barclay and it's phenomenal but we just talked about that. Mm-hmm. We just talked about that very thing about okay. the statement of faith. Okay. Okay. And one of the things that it's used for is exactly what you just said. It's to, to put that foundation, that ministerial foundation, mm-hmm. that foundation for the church mm-hmm. so that people know exactly what you believe and what you stand for. Right. Okay. That's why in, in our thought and in our, you know, I'd say this is my opinion Possibly, but how can you have a, quote, Bible church that doesn't believe the entire Bible? That, to me, is a good good question, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it's important for us to have in our statement of faith what we believe about the Bible. Right. So when people come and say, oh... I want to check out this ministry. I want to check out this church, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. One of the, you know, when I'm vetting a minister or something like that, just to kind of see what they're all about, that's one of the first things I go to. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you believe about the Bible? Right. Right. You're calling yourself a Bible person. Let's see what you say publicly that you believe about the Bible. Yeah. We've used that just recently when somebody was moving to another state or asking mm-hmm. us a question about, do you know a church in this area? And Right. Most of the time we have to say no because we don't know a lot of churches in a lot of other yeah. areas. But right. that's one of the first things we do is mm-hmm. we pull up their web page and we say, what what are they putting out about their church? What do we believe? Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And then it's all in there. It's it's the um, uh, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is one of the things that you put in there. The scripture, the infallibility of scripture. Right. Um, and then when you see, I when, when I see... Uh, statements of faith that are a little bit more, I I don't want to subjective Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, subjective and, oh, you know, scriptures are are open to interpretation based on the modern day and culture. Or what we think the Bible should say. Yeah. And stuff like that. It's like, ooh, red flag. To me. To me too. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing. We either, it's either all of this or none of it because we can, you know, and we can't cherry pick what we want out of this precious word and ignore the rest. We just cannot do it. It doesn't work that way. Well, that's what so many do, especially online. Just be really careful what you might be reading for comments on different, you know, different ministries, different preaching, different this or that, because so many people get online and they really take scriptures. I would say you just need to be looking at the whole, sometimes it's the whole chapter Mm -hmm. or chapter before, chapter after. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's just the whole writings of that person. Mm -hmm. You just need to be looking at what they believe and how that is going to be applicable, mm-hmm. you know? And oh, yeah. I think a lot of times 
scriptures are taken out of context. And when that happens, you can make them say whatever you want to make them say, really. Well, the Bible says there is no God. And that's very, you know, right. (laughs) That's one, my classic example. But if you go look at the scripture, it says the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Right. But I can find it in there. That's right. In that order, there is no God. And it's a verse. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it's a Bible. Yeah. Yeah. It's in Psalms. Uh, And then, you know, Talking about that very thing, you know, people are going to find what they want to find and hear what they want to hear. Right. Second Timothy chapter four, for the time is coming when people will not tolerate or endure sound and wholesome instruction. Okay. So having ears itching for something pleasing and gratifying, okay, they will gather to themselves one teacher after another to a considerable number chosen to satisfy their own liking and to foster the errors that they hold and will turn aside from hearing the truth and wander off into myths and man-made fictions. And Ouch. I just keep saying, by God's mercy and grace, we stay lined up we on the word. We never do that. That's and right. Go ahead. What you got there, honey? Well, I was just going to, I've been looking, I, I pulled up Second Peter oh, 2, yeah. mm-hmm. and verse 1, it starts out, but there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them, and bring on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways, because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness, they will exploit you with deceptive words, for a long time, their judgment has not been idle, and their destruction does not slumber. So we were talking to somebody just recently about, you know, we're in the church age, uh-huh. and we are in an age where we don't see a lot of swift judgment. Right. That Like very few Ananias and Sapphira type moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it might have even been um, the awe book, and what he said oh, was yeah. that... In some ways, that's been detrimental to the church because Very there's so. been, it's like you don't think there's judgment coming. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can get away with saying certain things and doing certain things and not have that swift destruction. Right. And I think that there's going to be a day when I think if individuals don't use the word of God, like you just said in Second Timothy. Right for correction, mm-hmm. for direction, for reproof, mm-hmm. and they keep on with this. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to be in that category that God and Jesus say, we never knew you. Right. And that brings me to the scripture here, talking about um, progressive Christianity and then the infallibility of scripture. Okay, this is what they believe about the Bible. In the progressive church, The Bible is viewed more like an ancient spiritual travel journal than the inspired, inerrant, and authoritative Word of God. The biblical writers are viewed as well-meaning ancient people who were doing their best to understand God in the times and place which they lived, but they were not necessarily speaking for God. Scripture is also seen as contradictory, not internally coherent, and not authoritative for Christians. And it's like... um, It's good to know that these doctrines are being... It is. Um, established, that yeah. they are being promoted. It's just good to be aware of it. And then, you know, like yeah. I said, by God's mercy and grace, we believe to stay in his word and stay centered. You know, I've said this, I think, even on the last podcast, that in God's words that he's given to us here, he said, don't go to the left or don't 
go to the right. But to me, that means stay centered on him. Right. And I think that's right. what I found in the Old Testament too, is yeah. stay centered on him. Right, right. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 23. It's a little bit of a long read, but it, it says so much about what you just said. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the times and the seasons that we're living in right now, and then going to what you said about you don't want to hear Jesus say to me, depart. depart <laughs> I don't want to hear because, that. Depart part from me because I never knew you. So I'm just going to read through this real quick here, and we'll just kind of take this in the context of the discussion. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And uh, just kind of allow it to the word here to speak to us. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and spacious and broad is the way that leads away to destruction. Okay? And we're just talking about that. We're just talking about how, you know, many will say, Lord, Lord, and he'll say, depart from me because I never knew you. Okay? Many are those who are entering through it. Verse 14, but the gate is narrow, contracted by pressure, and the way is straightened and compressed that leads away to life, and few are those who find it. Right. Verse 15, beware of false prophets. Just what you oh, read yeah, just what in I read Second in Peter, Second Peter. Mm-hmm. Who come to you as sheep, but inside they are devouring wolves. You will fully recognize them by their fruits. Do people pick grapes from thorns or fig from th- figs from thistles? Even so, every healthy or sound tree bears good fruit, worthy of admiration, but the sickly, decaying, and worthless tree bears bad, <clears throat> excuse me, worthless fruit. Verse 18, A good, healthy tree cannot bear bad, worthless fruit, nor can a bad or diseased tree bear excellent fruit worthy of admiration. Okay? Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. Therefore, verse 20, you will fully know them by their fruits. Verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons Mm -hmm. in your name and done many mighty works in your name? And I will say to them openly or publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who act wickedly, disregarding my commands. And you think about that too in uh, uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 when they're talking about the Antichrist. He will come with with false miracles and right. lying, lying wonders. wonders and, quote, demonstrations of power. Mm-hmm. So that literally is confirmation of what Jesus is saying here. Mm-hmm. It's like just a reinforcement of it, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, so be, for me, the big thing is to be a Bible person. Right. You know, be a Bible person. As a Christian, Jesus said... Matthew 24, we keep going there, I keep going there, but it definitely bears repeating. The first thing that he says when the disciples ask him, what are the signs of the times? He says, take heed that no one deceive you. Right. For many will come appropriating my name mm-hmm. and will deceive many. Mm-hmm. And there will, be, there will be false prophets all over the place. Right. But he also said this, see, I have warned you beforehand. Right. Okay. So... The, the biggest thing is so just to devour yeah, the word. Get in to know the word, which mm-hmm. we recommend all oh, the time. 100%. Be led by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then just make sure, I think just to make sure that you 
you know, if there's a situation where like you're feeling like you're getting off of the word, mm-hmm. that you're correctable, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. that you let the word correct you, that you let your mentors talk into your life. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to have a mentor. You got to have somebody who you allow to speak into your life because that shows humility. Well, we think right? it's really important. So, you know, just one more um, scripture also, just to go along the lines with what you were just talking about. Okay. And being correctable and going back to the word and allowing the word to correct you. Mm -hmm. You can also do this. James chapter one, verses five through eight. If any of you is deficient in wisdom, let him ask of the giving God. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, Solomon did that. Right. Crying out loud. The man was the richest and richest man who ever lived and had all this. And the first thing he asked for when God said, what would you want me to do for you? He said, you know what? You've made me a ruler. Now I need to know how to rule these people and lead these people. So I need wisdom. (laughs) God's like, ha. Good move. Let me give you the rest of it to go with it. Yeah. All right. Let him ask of the giving God who gives to everyone liberally and ungrudgingly without reproach or fault finding. God ain't never going to rebuke you for coming to him and asking him a question about his word. Right. You know, right. And it will be given him. Verse six, only it must be in faith that he asks with no wavering, no hesitating, no doubting. You come boldly to the throne. You come boldly to God and say, hey, God, you know what? I don't understand this. Can you help me? For the one who wavers, hesitates, or doubts is like the billowing surge out at sea that is blown hither and thither, hither and thither, and tossed by the wind. <laughs> for truly, let not such a person imagine that he will receive anything he asks for from the Lord. Uh, verse 8, for being as he is, a man of two minds, hesitating, dubious, and irresolute, he is unstable and unreliable and uncertain about everything he thinks, feels, and decides. So that's that's kind of a mouthful, but... The book of James is just kind of a punch in the face anyway. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you want to get corrected, go read the book of James. It's like, there's so, there's so much, you know, oh, wow. that when you're, when you're reading the word, you're gonna, mm-hmm. you're, if you let it, it'll, it'll change your life. There's read no the doubt about it. It'll read you. Amen. hundred percent. So. All right. Well, that's what we've got. You know, I hope you guys like the new format. I thought it flowed really well. I thought it was you Just know, let us know. pretty easy. Yeah. Let us know what you think. And let us know what you think of the, um, of the content. These are signs of the times. Mm-hmm. We have been talking about this for a long time, about the signs of the times. Mm-hmm. I have quoted Matthew 24, verses 4, 4, 5, and 6, I think it is, for... A long time we've been exhorting and encouraging you in the podcast. We're probably going to get a little bit more specific about things to be watching for. Sure. Okay. Um, so let us know what you think. If you have questions, please let us know. Shoot us an email. If you got our number, give us a phone call. Shoot us a text, whatever. If you don't, drop a comment right down Send there. Send us an email. Send us an email. Yeah. The email is in the description box, and we would love to hear from you and Let's, let's dialogue on this. Yep. You know, I mean, that's what we're all about. So, so thanks for sharing with us. Thank you very and much. And you guys all have a great day. Love you.